Welcome to Stupidity, home of the greatest media mind ever to walk the planet. Okay, so here's the deal. He's a true icon in every sense of the word. He's loved and feared more than any being to grace this planet. There's two guys. Is it a man with a voice that sounds like Barry White and Beyonce had a Jewish baby? God himself would pay $39.99 for a cameo. Fact of the matter is, you are about to embark on a transcendent experience that can only be described as psychological nudity. This is Stu Gatz, and this is Stu Potty. Here we go, Jim. Tony! Welcome in to another episode of Stupidity, the biggest podcast in the world, thanks to you. Please subscribe, rate and review, unsubscribe, resubscribe, re-rate, re-review. By doing that, you have made us bigger than Oprah. We appreciate it. Uh, Mikey A is telling me stories before we came on the air here that he is going to the Outer Banks. Billy responded, no idea where the Outer Banks are. And I have to be honest, I said it sounds great. But I also don't know what the f- the outer banks are. Well, what I said was, well, because we were just like, oh, but I yeah, love a bank. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't think love a good so. one. I told him I don't know what outer banks is. I know there's a TV show I think on Netflix called Outer Banks. Is it related to that? And then Stu goes, uh, oh, it's lovely there. <laughs> but now we know you didn't know where it was either, which is incredible. You have no idea. Uh, where is it? Uh, one of the Carolinas. Uh, what? You don't know which one you're going to? Ah. Don't give Is away your difference? location. Yeah. <laughs> Is this like a beach thing? Is this like a woods thing? Yeah, mountains thing? It's 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 all beach. It's it's a beach house. Yeah. yeah. What do you mean a yeah. beach house? You have a beach house. You own a beach house. The Outer Banks uh, in the Carolinas. No, no. We we Airbnb it. We Airbnb oh. a beach house for the week. Uh, how do you guys feel about Airbnb? It's a tricky game. Like Billy, have you ever have you ever gotten an Airbnb or like a Verbo? Is it Verbo? V R B O. Uh, yes, I have. Usually someone else arranges it. Um, and then I've also like rented at like, uh, like for example, at Siesta Key in Florida, we will rent like what is essentially like an apartment, but it's like a complex and it's all owned by like individual owners. Like there is someone that runs that office for them, but like you need to reach out. There's like the code that you have to put in to get in. It's a whole ordeal. You know what I hate about them? And I know that this person was doing this at this beach place that we stayed at Siesta Key. They were controlling the air conditioning and it was driving me crazy. Like it had one of those smart AC things and we couldn't put it below a certain temperature. And then I think that they had timing set so that at a certain time it would go back to the temperature. So I was constantly like turning it trying to get it below like 73 degrees and it wouldn't let me and then it kept going back up to like 75 or it'd be like oh (laughs) eco-friendly mode 78 it's like 78 it's the summer it's memorial day weekend it is too hot to be at 78 degrees indoors no 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 no. i turn the wi-fi off on that thing wow i I get in there i'll turn the wi-fi off on it so it doesn't work i'm setting it up no wait but what if you need (laughs) wi-fi no i turn the wi-fi off on the thermostat because you can do that Okay. Yeah, no, I'm not. No, 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 no. I am. I am far too large to well, have no. it set somewhere where I'm going to be sweating while I'm sleeping. 
I'm glad Billy went there because until recently I had not done this, but on this recent tour of dead shows I've been on, I have gotten an Airbnb in like Saratoga, uh, up in Boston. I got one and I got to tell you, I enjoy it. Like there is nothing like seeing an Airbnb on the web and then getting to it. And it's everything you expected and more. It's a great feeling to get the right house, but it's a dangerous game because it's not my house. And I don't know what I can get away with in their house. And I'm not certain if there are cameras that they are looking at while I'm staying in their house. Thank you, Billy. Yes. I think there are cameras everywhere. Another thing that we haven't discussed, but we'll go the camera out because it's more interesting. The hidden fees, because you see it and it's like, oh my God, like this place <laughs> is awesome. It's like, it sleeps 18 and it's like $200 a night. How is this possible? And then you go to check right. out and you're like, I'll go four days, $200, $800, right? And then it's like $7,000 and it's like, wait, yeah. what? And it's like, oh yeah, there's a daily $3,000 cleaning fee. And it's like, there's no way. There's no way yeah. I'm doing $3,000 of damage cleaning. This is not a necessary fee. You know what you could do? I could. You go to one of those big houses. Yeah. It's well, all, I should actually those... view it as a dare. Like, really? <laughs> yeah. We're gonna pay this yeah. for cleaning. Let's make right. this. Let's make it worth it. Let's rock <laughs> do that when place. I get the insurance on a rental car. <laughs> There's a couple of things. Keep the air where I want to keep it. Okay, not where you want it. Where I want it. It's my house for the weekend. Okay, that's number one. Number two is only clean the parts of the house that I'm hanging out in. If I'm staying in a house that has 14 rooms but only using two, you don't need to clean the other 12 rooms. That is a joke. I had no idea about the hidden fees. But here's the thing I am most concerned about. Can I have sex in their master bedroom? Oh, <laughs> I have sex at home. I mean, what difference? <laughs> it's my house, Why though. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Why not? I feel like someone's watching. That is, the, that is the thing with the cameras, I guess. If anybody wants to see what I'm doing, then they go ahead and look. Enjoy that. Enjoy that face. I like that energy from you. <laughs> <laughs> I have that same energy sometimes at urinals in the bathroom. Like, if you want to look, take a peek, man. You go ahead. Enjoy it. I love the idea of Mikey putting on a show for the people. <laughs> he, he, he somehow knows. I guarantee the, you those cameras go off. He knows where the cameras are. I'll turn back and go like a little wink and a point. <laughs> You're welcome. Like, do you, uh, if, if they have a pool in the backyard, do you feel comfortable just, you know, swimming in the pool and hanging out? Like, how does that work? Sure. Yeah. How about peeing not? in their pool? Well, you don't, you wouldn't actually like pee like on the, you don't do that, do you? Where you stand, you don't pee into, pee into the pool, into you the pee pool. in the pool yeah. while I'm in the pool. Yeah. Who's going to see that? It's fine. Yeah, why not? I pee in every pool I go in pretty much. I was, I was just there's asking. A, there's a I big did it last week in Saratoga. It felt odd. I mean, there's a big difference between peeing in the pool and peeing into the pool. Yeah, no, I didn't stand on the ledge. Very different into things. the pool, Mikey. I, I wasn't on the diving board <laughs> peeing into the pool. But you have. <laughs> but I would. <laughs> Thank you. By for the, the way, board. Billy, did you catch that subtle thing Stu Gatz just did, where he's like, "Oh, if they've got 14 bedrooms, but I'm only using two. Have you ever rented an Airbnb that didn't have exactly the number of bedrooms you had yeah. needed?" 
Why would you rent such a large? <laughs> Why would you rent such an extravagant home? <laughs> it's great. You know they lock like the other twelve rooms. You're not you're not using. They'll do that. They'll lock the rooms up so you can't even access those rooms. Are you staying at a hostel? I don't think you're staying at an Airbnb. <laughs> what are you talking about? I think you're at a hotel. I think you're at a hotel. <laughs> this Airbnb was called Hampton Inn. There's a at, when you walk in the front door. There's someone sitting at a table. They give you a room. A key to your they room. They give you a room key. Just thing. <laughs> <laughs> All the other rooms are locked for some reason. Oh there's, my! There's people there. The nerve! Yeah. <laughs> uh, what are we doing today? <laughs> Matt Verscursion is going to join us. <laughs> I am fascinated uh, by his relationship with Aaron. I know Billy is as well. Like, I just want to know uh, how that relationship came to be, and and perhaps we'll have some stories for us. But Billy, I think there's something interesting about Matt uh, that you're going to love. Supermarket sweep. He was a contestant. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you think? Do you guys think that you'd be good uh, contestants on game shows? Because I've Ooh, always yes. wanted to be a game show host, which I'm never going to be. But I've always wanted to be a game show host. I don't right. know if I'd be the best contestant at, at a game show. Well, it depends on the uh, the actual show. If it's Jeopardy, no, I'd be lousy. If it's The Family Feud, I feel like I'd be pretty good at it, you know? The Family Feud's one of those games that everybody thinks they'd be great at and that their family would win, right? Which is, like, the best part about The Family Feud. I feel like, though, once you're in it, the pressure gets to you, and then you're like, ah! Agreed. Agreed. Okay, but do you guys have the discussion amongst your family as to who would play fast money at the end? Because we have a hierarchy in my family. Like, Who's, there's just really? there's no way my brother Matt is getting up there for fast money. That's just never gonna happen. I think I'm a fast money guy, but I don't know that my I, family would agree. Wait, you guys have determined the two people in yes. your family <laughs> that would do the fast money in a show you're never gonna appear on? That's amazing. <laughs> nor have we ever applied to be on it, nor have we ever tried to be on it, but we know for sure that me and my oldest brother are going to be the ones on Fast Money. Okay, now here's the question. Who goes first and who goes second? Because the first person has a f- much easier job at Fast Money than the second person. I hate to say it. I'm the last guy. Wow, I'm, I'm, you're the I'm the anchor. You want to I'm clean it up, huh? Mariano. Because yeah. it could be easy. The, like the person in front of you could get what. See, Billy, I think the second person is trickier because if the first person's good, they take all the number one answers and you're stuck. You're sitting there, you know? That's, that's, that's what why saying, the yeah. second person's more important because the second person needs to be calm, cool, and collected and say, you know what? If the one is gone, here's the two answer. Here's the three answer. You have to have mm-hmm. multiple answers for every question. Do we know, like, what family do you think that we know that if they applied to the family feud, uh, they would get on? He said answer. family feud. Yeah. The Golics. The Golics would get on a celebrity family feud. You don't think? I was thinking the Golics or the Sims. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Yeah. You know what? Maybe. But Big I feel is the first and second guy doing fast money. <laughs> I feel like Big Fucker would slap chris upside the head every time he got a big x yeah like nor- normally <laughs> normally the family's like good answer good answers like, yeah. oh, christopher are you serious <laughs> show me potato salad <laughs> christopher <laughs> where mike would be so nice to his kids <laughs> <laughs> except sydney <laughs> oh. She wouldn't be nice to anybody. I don't think Sid would get the invite. No, I, I think at the end, we're like, you win. We're like, oh, my God, they just won $25,000. And she just takes the check directly from Steve Harvey. She's like, thanks, fam. And then she's out. 
direct deposits. <laughs> yeah, they, they win five straight. They get a big car or whatever, like a minivan on the corner of the stage. And she just goes to the corner, gets in the car, and drives off. <laughs> Leaving them there yeah. to Uber to the airport. Yeah. Oh, God. So See you great. at the VBRO later. All right. I'll try to make this happen next time we talk to one of the Golics. Okay. What are we going to do? Sure. <laughs> just tell them to apply. They'll get on. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's get to uh, – Billy, you're excited for this. You love baseball. Matt Viscursion, he's a longtime baseball voice, relationship with A-Rod, and he was in Supermarket Sweep. I mean, what else can we ask for in a guest, I guess? Nothing. Let's get to him. Stu Gatz here for my friends over at Miller Lite. A lot has changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. It was the original light beer, and to this day, it's still the best one. Miller Lite has more of the taste you want and less of the stuff you don't. What I love to do, what me and my friends do, when we're sitting around, we like to enjoy it with ice-cold Miller Lights. Miller Lite keeps it simple, undebatable quality, great taste, only 96 calories. It's the beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. The original light beer since 1975. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash stew, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer. What's up, Matt? Nice to be with you, man. Thanks for the uh, offer to join you here. Yeah, thank you for joining us. We appreciate it. My pleasure. We're just promoting MLB Network with you, right? I think is what they told us. Or do you have something specific well, you, you want guys, us to push? I I have no push. I have right. no nothing. <laughs> I have no social media presence. I prefer nobody know who I am, but I'm happy to visit with you guys about baseball. How are, you ser- are you serious that you have no social media presence? I have an Instagram account. Uh, I don't really do much on there. Um, you know, I, I'm just very uh, skittish about the whole thing. Uh, why, if you don't mind me asking? I, I feel like it's invasive. Uh, I feel like too many of uh, my colleagues in this profession just use it to show off. And I have a high bullshit meter for that, and I can't stand it. Like when there's a celebrity death and immediately you're flooded with all the photos of said person with the now dead celebrity, like what? Okay. Got it. You met him once. What, what, what are you getting out of this? It drives me nuts. <laughs> hmm. Right. No, I'm guessing life is a lot better without social media. Like it is like it has to be. There's no, you don't know a life with social media, so you can't answer that. But I am telling you the times where I just put my phone away for the weekend. It's cathartic, man. It's really peaceful. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I do look at it. I don't have uh, I, I don't I'm, I stay away from Twitter at all costs, but I do look at my Instagram account. I mean, every once in a while, there's stuff on there that makes me laugh or I follow a lot of the, you know, geeky mid 50s guy things like, um, you know, my favorite rock bands, many of whom have dead members, but yet they're still posting. I <laughs> oh, see boy. that's the thing. I don't get it. I, I broker in it, but I don't really get it. So it's here all, we go. It's all good. Ask them to guys. I know you want to ask Grateful Dead. Is that one of them or any? Uh, I like the dead, but I'm not a deadhead. I'm not really a Grateful Dead guy per se, but I, right. I do like them. Yeah. Okay. All right. I asked the Billy. Anything in any, anything in that time date stamp, uh, you know, for me is good. Okay. 
So are you, do you miss out? Do you find yourself like missing out on things because you don't have social media? Like, are you familiar with this immaculate grid trend that's going on right now in baseball? Not familiar. And really? I don't. Wow. No, and I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything. Look, I, I kind of consume the game and appreciate the game on, on my own level, I guess. And it might be rudimentary for some. You know, I don't hate on any of that stuff. I mean, I think that some of those trends that get kicked around, especially as it regards to baseball, are pretty fun. But do I feel like I'm missing out on any of it? No, I I don't. Well, so this immaculate grid, I don't know if you're familiar. It sounds like you're not familiar with it. It's it's similar to like a Wordle, you know, Wordle, correct? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's like a baseball Wordle, right? Where you have, it's almost like a tic-tac-toe, Brady Bunch type situation where it's nine blank spaces and then across like the x-axis and the y-axis you have either team logos or you have like accomplishments 300 home runs 500 home runs 3,000 hits whatever and then you need to find players that check off both those boxes so what ends up happening is ultimately it's like who's someone that played for both the twins and the a's and then you have to start thinking back and really what i found don baylor really Oh, wow. Let me write time that one in. Hold on. I should have talked to you about this 20 <laughs> minutes ago because that's the one that I missed today. So today's was Orioles. Nailed it. 3,000 hits. Don Baylor. What? Okay, wait. Let's just. Okay. So that was. Who was that? That was the Twins and the Orioles? No, the Twins and A's. the A's. Twins and A's. Okay. So who's someone yeah. that played on the Twins and the Padres? Oh, man. Ricky Nolasco? Oh, my God. Maybe was he a Padre? Holy shit! Uh, right about this, I think he is right. Josh Bard, possibly. Uh, um, that's a super random one, but I love that kind of thing. Um, it's not in Alaska, by the way. Russell what's, what's, Russell Branion. Russell Branion. Russell My God, Brannion. what a great name, by the, the way. Twin. What is absolutely fantastic about this is he's doing it the same way I am, only he's doing it with much more obscure players. I'm like, Alex Rodriguez, did he play for the Twins? Or <laughs> is that – no, no, that wasn't him. That was uh, – Because you start Puckett. with one. You start with one team. Uh, now, this yeah. kind of thing I love. If, if you're telling me this is what I'm missing out by not being active in social media, I will jump in like guns of blazing because I love this is the one like, fun thing you're missing this, out on. Write, okay? this, write this down right now, Matt. Write immaculategrid.com. Yeah. And every right. day at midnight, a new one comes out. But you only get nine chances to get the nine. So if you miss one, you're kind of. Dude, this, that's good. Yeah, you're. Yeah. If you miss I one. love this. Yeah. And, so, you know, what I do a lot, I do a lot of. Um, and it's the ultimate great time killer. Uh, I play a lot of Sporkle on mm. online, and it's it's just a series of timed quizzes for stuff like this, like um, whether it's a grid, you know, finding something that checks multiple boxes, or can you list uh, every team's all-time home run leader? Can you list all the players that have hit more than fifty homers in a season? I mean, that kind of stuff. It makes you batty because there's always seven or eight that you forget on a list of ninety players, but it's fun. Well, so another uh, before fun- we go forward here, just quickly, Mikey, yeah, you've noticed it, right? Like Billy has not been this interested or perked up in a long yep. time. Like him and Viscursion are f- kindred spirits, man. Well, okay, because because <laughs> you can also play within it. There's another little game, right? Because you can't use the same person twice. So if one person checks off multiple boxes, you need to decide where you want to use them. 
and then they'll give you in the little top right corner a percentage of how obscure this person is. So like how uncommon or how common this answer is. So the other day there was someone that played for Yankees and White Sox and I gave Jose Contreras as the answer and it was a two percenter. So I was like that. I was so proud. Great answer. Yeah. It's a great answer. Really good answer. Yeah. Yeah. Big split. Now, now you have something to look forward to every night at midnight, Matt. Yeah. Or you I mean, up. look, I'm usually up at that time walking <laughs> the halls. I might as well be playing a game online. That's good. Uh, Matt, I am wondering because we'll, we'll get to uh, the supermarket sweepstakes in a second because we really want to talk to you about that. But how does one go about getting a Screen Actors Guild card at the age of seven? Like, what happened? How did that happen? My, uh, I mean, it was, you talk about like something that's just a throwaway thing on one's resume, but my dad, uh, was an actor and you know, he got me a SAG card and, um, stuck me in front of a couple casting agents. And I got a couple of roles when I was a kid before you're old enough to, to really know what you're doing. You're just, Hey kids say this. And if you look like the kid, they want you to look like. Um, you get the job. So I got a couple little roles. I was in an episode of Streets of San Francisco as a kid, walked in and out of a scene. I was the son of a white-collar criminal. Um, you know, I, I still get a check. actually got a check not long ago Come for on. my episode of Streets of San Francisco for nine cents, wow. and that was for 10 years of distribution <laughs> internationally. Nine cents. Congrats. <laughs> Did you deposit yeah. it, or what would you do? <laughs> I, hell yeah, I deposited it. That's my nine cents. I'm not one of those guys that's like, oh, keep it. No, no, that's my nine cents. Kiss the my be- ass. The best part of the nine cents is it costs probably like 37 to send you the nine. <laughs> totally. And, to, you know, another 37 to print it. Yeah, exactly. That's right. why I, I cashed it out of spite for yeah. sure. Uh, what do you remember about Supermarket Suite? I remember losing in the final round because um, my uh, my partner and I, one of my friends from college, we had never seen the word heifer written down and it's spelled like a heifer or heifer so we we win we get to the final round you know you read a clue and it's this cheekily written thing uh one of them was if maxwell smart was having i don't know if agent 69 was having a coffee party uh with his or her partner what would they be serving maxwell house coffee right so you run to the maxwell house coffee you flip over the can there's another clue the final clue was if a heifer was at a comedy store it might be doing this at a comedy club rather and we're like if a heifer was at a what's a heifer what's a heifer and time rolled down and we, we for 45 seconds stood there like two idiots not knowing what that word was and the host came out and said You've never heard of a heifer? I'm like, well, yeah, a heifer is a cow, but I didn't think it was spelled that way, dude. So we, we each won like 600 bucks and went on our way. At least, at least it didn't stick with you. <laughs> no, I have no memory of it at all. And also, when I watch it, because uh, you know, if you if you have a career or a job where you're in the public eye, even a little, like my little tiny little slice of public life, you know, they'll find any previous thing that you did on tape. And I had a unibrow on me in the late 80s that was just, it was like a headband of eyebrow, man. I'm Armenian, and we, we, we're we hairy people. But, dude, there was no grooming at all going on for me back then. It's horrifying. Wait, so you guys won 600 apiece. What could you have won? Five grand. What? 
Yeah, yeah, it was five grand. I mean, you know, wow. when, when it's nineteen eighty nine and you're in college, that's life changing dough. Five grand. I mean, six hundred is life changing dough when you're in college. I think. You're right. Well, that with right the nine that. cents. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you're I'm on your way. <laughs> Matt, uh, Matt Verscursion is with us. He's the voice of the Angels. Works with MLB Network. We'll get to all that uh, in a second. In fact, let's get to the Angels right now. What do you imagine? Like the most impressive thing about Shohei Otani to you is what? Um, you know, this is, I'm, I'm coming in hot take here and all the old apologists are not going to like this. He's the best baseball player that's ever played in the big leagues. Really? He's the best player that's ever played. Wow. Um, I, I just, he just is, I, I'm not going to listen to any counter argument to that from anybody who shakes his fist saying mantle Mays, DiMaggio, Maris, those guys never pitched. All right. So, so give me your best pitchers in the history of the game. Give me Seaver. Um, give me every one of them. Give me Gibson. They couldn't hit yesterday. He struck out 10 and hit two bombs. He's the best <laughs> player that's ever played. Like he might not go down as had having the best career because in order to do so, maybe if he does this for another three or four years, we could say that he's the most talented player that's ever been on a major league baseball field that I'm sure of. Where are you expecting him to be next year? Not Anaheim, right? No, I think there's still a chance. I, I mean, I'm not discounting it. And I don't do as many Angels games this year as I have in the past. Um, I, I have done a couple road series this month, and I do know that there's a lot of discussion about that. And I wouldn't be surprised if he stays with the Angels. I think he's going to stay someplace in the Western U.S. I don't, you know, all the people in New York and Boston that are clamoring for him, um, I think that'd be a little bit more of a stretch. But that's just my speculation. I have no knowledge of anything. They're in the tough spot, though, the Angels, right? Because you have to be somewhat certain that you're going to have a shot at bringing him back. Because if not, you you would want to get something for him, right? But at the same time... You're contending. What does a team trade for him? You know what I mean? Because he's, as you said, the greatest baseball player ever. What do you trade for him, especially if you don't know that you're going to get him back? Yeah, that's and that's the crux of this. Um, <clears throat> I don't think they're going to trade him, even if they do fall out of contention. I think it's it, they're going to hold him. They're going to make a very legitimate offer to him and try to keep him. But I don't. I don't think he's traded this year. But how do you even make his value monetarily? Because when he won his Cy Young award or his uh, MVP a couple years ago, his WAR as a hitter was commensurate with Giancarlo Stanton. His WAR as a pitcher was commensurate with Garrett Cole who were both at the peak of their powers that season. So how do you possibly pay this guy? I mean, right. people are saying it's going to have a five in front of it. Um, that's not a stretch. He could be the first $500 million player in the history of our sport. That's insane, Matt, when you think about it. I, I would have to think, if you're telling me West Coast, if it's not Anaheim, it would have to be the Dodgers, right? I wouldn't count out the Giants. I mean, the Padres are spending money like drunken sailors. They've been doing that for the last eight months. Uh, if you're going to give, you know, a 31-year-old shortstop an 11-year extension, you're going to give a 37-year-old ace who's got mileage on his arm from professional baseball in Japan a six-year extension, why wouldn't you try to rub as many nickels together as you can to get Otani? Uh, but I think, honestly, I think the Angels have a better chance of retaining him than than people might guess uh, everybody's just you know signed sealed and delivered to right. somewhere else but angels are in this uh how how would you describe your relationship you did the game sunday night games with a rod and espn for a few years how would you describe your relationship with him friendly 
um, you know, I, I consider him a friend and he, uh, you know, God knows he's got his detractors. He's aware of that. Um, as an older guy now, I think he's aware of some of the, you know, bad steps that he took <laughs> along this journey. Right. And, uh, you know, I found him to be pretty candid. Um, you know, we, we weren't running around together all week. He's got a super complicated, busy life. He it was very busy and complicated when we worked together because he was with Jennifer. Um, but, you know, I, I come from this little baseball world where I would helicopter into a game venue and he would literally helicopter into a game venue and we do a game together and, you know, we'd probably text each other and then, and then do the next game. But we, right. we're friends. I, you know, I'm fond of the guy. Have you been on the chopper though? Or yeah, or you what? ever say, Hey, you know, traffic today is a little, <laughs> a little chopper ride. He's, he's very generous in that regard. He took me on the, on the G five a few times. Um, it's an, it's an, it's a really unbelievable experience when, first of all, I'm a schlep rock. I don't feel like I belong on anybody's G5, even if he's a guy that I work with. Right. And then when Jennifer Lopez is next to you getting a foot massage on the G5, <laughs> oh, wait a you're trying you're trying not to look at it. You're like, man, this is weird. What am I doing here? I'm just this dopey kid that used to listen to Oakland A's games on the radio in the 70s. What am I doing on this plane? Wait, how how real was that? I don't know what insight you'd have, but how real was that 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 the the rumors that J Lo would prep him for the Sunday night games where she's like quizzing him and stuff. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't know. I mean, she was very invested in what he did and vice versa. Like, they were very invested in each other's careers. Um, I never saw any, any of the quizzing going on. But she was a baseball fan, man. I'm telling you, she used to sit there in the stands through some of the most dreadful, horrible baseball games and deal with, you know, people yelling and screaming. And she was a great sport. She, she was into it. She likes baseball. So, like, <laughs> this is such an amazing relationship. I love that. I love that you're on the G5, that she's getting a pedicure <laughs> while you're on it. Uh, but people have this perception of A-Rod. For whatever reason, they think about him what they think about him. Tell us something that most people don't know about A-Rod, like a redeeming quality that most people don't realize. Oh, really? Alex is that? He is a He's a great dad. He's a great dad. His daughters are everything for him. And, you know, I mean, like any of us that have kids, like your better side comes out yeah. once you understand that you're impacting their lives. And I think that's been a big part of his kind of growth. And he's raised two really bright, uh, articulate, good kids. And uh, he's he's a really good dad for sure. I right, Look, I can, t- I can speak to the guy's virtues a lot, but people don't want to hear that. You know, I mean, uh, he has his detractors, like, like we said, and, and, you know, I'm, I'm a, I'm a fan. He's a friend of mine. Uh, that's, that's pretty awesome. Uh, most embarrassing moment. Do you have a most embarrassing moment doing play by play, Matt? Uh, you know, I did a, uh, I did a division series on Fox, um, about eight or nine years ago. And it was, it was a Yankees Cleveland series. And, there was um, a production assistant who, a Cuban girl, and she made this kick-ass Cuban coffee. Oh, I was drinking this Cuban coffee like it was 
to my last day on earth. And, how many, how uh, many did you have that this is going in a I bad have, direction? Uh, well, we're asking because lot. Trey Wingo, Trey Wingo during Super Bowl week also never had Cuban coffee. He did nine shots. I kept telling him to stop. He didn't stop. He walked all the way to California. He walked home. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it was on par with that. I, I, it was on par. I've never met Trey, but I can identify with that. Uh, so, Eighth, ninth inning comes around, and there's this weird play with a rundown and a run and a lead changes, and I got so tongue-tied, I couldn't speak. It was blah, blah, blah. And, you know, the Internet will kill you when you make a mistake like that. And it was purely because, and I this sounds like a cop-out, but my brain was scrambled on Cuban coffee. It was... I mean, I was just like, Did you, have, you, had you know, Beavis and Butthead, the great Cornholio episode. Yes, I was shaking. Your eyes were like kicking, a little blurry vision a little bit. Head sweat, like yeah. the top of the head sweat. And <laughs> yeah. I, there was no way I was going to accurately disseminate action on a Major League Baseball field in that state of mind. Yeah. <laughs> How many shots did you do? I mean, it was probably Two. it was probably double it was double digits. Like oh I, my I was God. drinking it as though <laughs> Matt, no. yeah. yeah. It it was I was drinking it as though it was like, you know, like just like a regular cup of coffee. Yeah. And she's like putting shots in, in a cup to fill it up and she's like, you sure you want another? I'm like, oh yeah, it's delicious. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe uh-huh. something to soak it up. Give me a piece of bread or something, and I'll be okay. Yeah, not okay. <laughs> that was embarrassing. Look, I've had plenty of embarrassing moments. I did an Angels game last year. Uh-huh. This sucked, actually, because we were still doing um, remote games at the beginning of 2022, and there were some real technical limitations in the way they were trying to do it last year, and the Angels are playing in Arlington. Jared Walsh swings – he makes contact, and I think the contact is such that it's going to be fouled off. The feed goes down. When the feed comes back up a few seconds later, he's circling the bases. He hit a homer, and I called it a foul ball. Mm-hmm. I got pushed around quite a bit. The Internet and social media are very unforgiving places for people who step in it. And um, Yeah, it's cruel. That's why I hate that. And that's why I hate seeing people get ripped online, especially, you know, my, my – colleagues and people that do what i do even if it's not a friend of mine because you can identify with that guy's like oh man he must feel like shit right now because he's getting slaughtered it's no fun <laughs> what's more difficult acting or play-by-play no, you wanted to be an actor I was a you did you wanted to be an actor i mean when i was six you know right. i also wanted to be a fireman and a <laughs> cowboy you know uh, <laughs> so play-by-play is Play-by-play, you know, I think there's, without getting up on a high horse here, there's people that I like to listen to who I think do it really well. Uh, But there's a ton of product now, right? And there's a ton of rights holders. And there's a lot of guys that kind of stumble into this thing without really knowing how to do it. And you can tell who they are. But, you know, sometimes there are people with big names who have a presence on some other platform and they can just bird dog a a play-by-play job without having a feel for the craft. Uh, what is more difficult, calling a baseball game or calling the rock, scissor, paper championships? Rock, scissor, paper championships was not easy because uh, Tom Arnold, speaking of working on multiple Cuban coffees, there was probably something else going there. I was sitting next to <laughs> Tom Arnold for that. <laughs> and, you know, I thought every once in a while I had a pithy, funny line. No, 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 no. Tom <laughs> Arnold is the funny guy, you a-hole. Just play it straight. And I and it was no fun for me. It was a very difficult experience. I had funnier shit than Tom Arnold, but I couldn't <laughs> well, use it. 
Who told right. you you're not the funny guy? Tom Arnold. Oh, Tom Arnold told you. Okay. <laughs> Wait, but but how does one call this? Like, if Billy and I do it right now, can you call it? If we if we do one round, like, could you call it for us? Uh, I mean, I could try. I don't I don't rem- know if I have my my rock paper scissors chops per se. It was a one and out gig, mm, okay. but let's try it. Okay, so uh, all right, do you need to set the scene at all, or like what? Are we, like like Stugatz versus Billy Gill. You know, Two of the best here, in the here game. We are, <laughs> right? These two accomplished uh, rock paper scissors champions. They've Titans. gone through qualifying rounds. They're they're both sober. Uh, there's a lot of endorsement money on the line, and here we go. Okay. One, two, one, three, two, three. Shoot! Oh, paper covers rock. It's one nothing Stugatz. I can't see Billy. <laughs> no, they said scissors. They're oh scissors. no! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> It's you are rusty. Yeah, no. It's happening again. Another Peabody Award <laughs> slipping away. Jeez. Tom, Tom Arnold would have crushed you, man. <laughs> you really grabbed all the gems off my resume, haven't you? There, I did. I did. Good. It's fun though, man. It's impressive. It's an impressive resume. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I don't know. You see, but there, there's a. You've there's had an amazing there, career. Like, you know that, Matt. You know you have. Well, I don't know if I'd call it amazing. I've made some choices that didn't always work out. Um, but when I did the XFL back in the day in 2000, the original incarnation of the XFL, which you know premiered to a 10.9 number on Saturday night on NBC, it was a big deal. You don't know about yourself at all until you fail spectacularly at something, and that was a failure, and I was a part of it, and. And it, God, it really cuts you down. And if anybody is flying too high, um, the formula for getting your feet back on the ground is to wreck. And you'll you'll feel like you're more of a human being when you do that. It, it sucked at the time, but I'm glad it, I'm glad I did it. Yeah, no, you'll hear a lot of coaches say you can't be afraid to fail. Like just you can't be afraid of failure. It's going to happen. And you tell you bounce back from it and you have, uh, well, you bounce back remarkably from it. Just so you know, my friend, <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> what's going on at MLB network. What's happening. Uh, you know, right now we're on like everybody's, uh, you know, wetting themselves over Luis arise and a 400 batting average as well. We should, because Billy's look, guy. Man, this is yeah. pretty cool. This yeah. is pretty cool. I saw the gear. Um, yeah. dude, I, I, you know, I, do I think he's going to hit 400? I do not. Uh, but I love the fact that he's he's this deep into the season. Um, you know, everybody does their Tony Gwynn comps. I think it's more Rod Carew than Tony Gwynn myself. But we're we're doing a lot of Luis Arise. Draft is coming up. All Star Games coming up. Uh, our network has a piece of those events. I do nothing with the draft because I don't claim to know about every amateur player on the map, as some <laughs> do. Some actually do know, but many more are just you know kind of baking their way through it yeah yeah no it's okay you could say it like jay billis does the draft jay billis and billis has admitted to us yeah i don't like i'm like billis there's no way you were watching canisius the 13 seed out of the eastern you know in the east bracket he's like of course i haven't watched them all year i just make it up solid guard play experience coach (laughs) are you claiming that mlb draft guys do that no, our draft guys are in the weeds. I mean, that's oh, why I'm okay. not one of them. Yeah, oh, I, I can't. It. I can't no. broker in it. Yeah, he's yeah. on here to tell you that everybody on his network is faking the draft. Billis acknowledged <laughs> that he was faking his way through it. 
<laughs> uh, Matt, this was a lot of fun, man. I'd like to do it again, if you don't mind. I will not bring up rock, paper, scissors, or the supermarket sweep. I promise you. Matt, what's going on with Stugatz's Mets? Does he have anything to believe oh, or be yeah. hopeful for? Or trying to avoid Boy, here's the belly. Here's the fix. Um, they're going to have to... They're going to have to figure out what they're doing with Alonzo now, right? I think you either buy and hold, or you because you could return something pretty handsome for him. Yeah. Uh, you you what you do if you're the Mets is that you corpse pick the worst teams in baseball for what talent might be there. You go to the Rockies, you ask them for Justin Lawrence, and they can do it. And um, Mr. Cohen has the resources to kind of do whatever he wants, but this is what a fail this has been so far. I, I, yeah. I they'll 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 be better than they are right now. Is it going to be enough to make a playoff chair? I don't know. Uh, Shohei Otani would look good in the Met uniform. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I don't think that one's happening. Not happening. Damn it, man! <laughs> Mikey wants yeah. him in the Yankees. Billy wants him on the Marlins. We know that's not happening. <laughs> yeah, that's not, yeah. I mean, who wouldn't? Do you want think? Him? I wonder. I At wonder if Shohei. He he wants to be on the West Coast. Either that, or do you know who this guy is right here? I do see that. Who was that? That's the goalie from the goal. That's the goalie from Slapshot, Denny Lemieux. Oh, oh my God! Man. Yeah. So yeah, and his line was "Tread me right effing now," right? And he, and then hang up, hang up. Do you think Shohei is doing that right now? No, he's pretty happy where he is. He's not the goalie from Slapshot. <laughs> Is that the uh, is that your prize piece of memorabilia? <laughs> like it actually is. I don't have much. I don't have much here. Uh, it's a great office, uh, though. I mean, what do you got there? Vita. Oh, oh, Vita Blue and the Stooges. I gotta That's put, it. I gotta put Vita Blue on my list for the Immaculate Grid. <laughs> Did you, the immaculate I'm getting on that. I'm going to get on that right now. Thanks for that, man. <laughs> you should. You'll, you'll enjoy uh, it. You will, Matt. Thank you so much, man. I, again, I would like to do. Uh, I would like to do this more often. This was a blast. So uh, I appreciate. I'm your around. Time. Good, you know what? Good. Good getting to know you guys and visiting a little bit. I've uh, been watching for a while, so appreciate you. Thanks, guys. What do you guys think was the, the strangest moment of that? It was delightful, by the way, but there were yes. lots of stories and that. Matt Vaskirgin, huh? Who knew he was so interesting and had all of these stories to tell? It's uh, it's crazy. And you got him turned on to the Immaculate Grid, which uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I was shocked to uh, to learn he's not on social media at all. That was that was in this day and age for what it is that he does. I was pretty surprised to hear that. Can I tell you something uh, that happened to me last week in the Immaculate Grid? So yeah. the Marlins finally appeared, and I, I said, wow, this is great. And it was a Marlin and a Cub that I had to put in there. And mm-hmm. I immediately said, Derek Lee, easy. Boom, right? Go to put it in. It was the wrong Derek Lee, so I didn't get credit for the guess, and I lost that like chance at having a perfect grid because of the spelling of the name. So like you start typing in the name and then there's a drop down. So you immediately sure. see, oh my God, Derek Lee. And then I click it and then I see that it says 1993 to 1993. I'm like, no crap. And then it was too late. And it was like, wrong. Derek Lee never played for both teams. I'm like, yes, he did. And it's because Derek had like two R's in his name or something. It was like a whole thing. Total horse bleep 
You know what I mean? Well, so- I got to be honest, Billy. I don't know how Mikey A feels about it. It's on you. I mean, you got to you got to click on the right Derek how Lee. How am I supposed? There's no picture. It's just spelling in the name. How am I supposed to know that? I, listen, Derek stop Lee's- being such a hot shot. Like you know all the answers and clicking on it quickly without checking first. Derek Lee is a common name. I'm I'm just I'm Spell telling Derek you. Spell Derek Lee. Spell Derek Lee. Uh, D L E E E. Okay, great. D Lee. <laughs> D E R R I C K L E E. Wrong. Try really? Again. Try again. D E R E K L E E. Wrong again. That's the one I clicked. Wrong, Derek Lee. Really? Yeah. Try again. How many spellings of Derek are there? Exactly. D E R R E C K. I already nope. said that. D E R R I C K? Nope. Wrong again. Huh. Exactly. This is this is what happened to me. You know what? D-E-R-I- You're right. That immaculate grid. <laughs> <laughs> it was D E R R E K L E E. There's two R's in Derek, and I didn't know. Uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Again, on you. You're a Marlin fan. Thank you. I guess. <laughs> right back to you. What was uh, the most shocking thing for you with uh, Rescursion? The G5, J Lo? That was a great story, man. <laughs> that was, I feel like, here's the thing. I feel like we could have gotten A Rod and J Lo stories forever, but at the yeah. same time, it's like, do we just want to ask him about A Rod and J Lo? Which, by the way, I think the answer could have been yes, but it's like yeah. rude when he's there and we're like trying to talk to him about him. But man, he probably has stories for days about them. He, he, listen, if you're on a G five, get one each time. Yeah, I think. I, uh, no, I'd like to ask him on again and get nothing but a Rod story. I'm with Billy on that. I think it'd be a good episode that he'll never speak to us again. But okay. I also wanted to get a Rod on the Zoom with us. Don't say I'm with Billy on that one because I didn't say that. I didn't say we should have him on and only talk to him about a Rod. That's not what I said. Uh, would you rather get a Rod or J Lo? Just on defended it. you against that immaculate. That, wow. You know what? We messed up. We should have asked him. Oh, you didn't, by the way. You told me I was wrong twice. We should have asked him. If he does stay in touch with J-Lo because they broke up, obviously. And I wonder if he had any relation. I wonder if he reached out to her, if she would be like, oh, hey, Maddie. Because I'm sure they call A-Rod for sure calls him Maddie. He's absolutely not a chance. He doesn't call him Maddie. Right. No doubt. Wait, so you're thinking that Rescursion, because that would be a betrayal of friendship. Yeah. uh, Is still communicating with J-Lo, but like more with J-Lo than with A-Rod? Not actively but would like you like okay the obvious thing is wow do we get a rod through matt but like maybe the bigger galaxy brain play is can we get j-lo so might get ben affleck and then we get matt damon oh my god oh my god oh my god <laughs> all of yeah. this with true millard on stop line. playing checkers guys it's time <laughs> to play chess <laughs> stupidity Stugatz here for my friends over at Miller Lite. A lot has changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. It was the original light beer, and to this day, it's still the best one. Miller Lite has more of the taste you want and less of the stuff you don't. What I love to do, what me and my friends do, when we're sitting around, we like to enjoy it with ice-cold Miller Lights. Miller Lite keeps it simple, undebatable quality, great taste, only 96 calories, 
It's the beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. The original light beer since 1975. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com stew, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer. 